Well, hey, welcome back to the North Florida Sports Network podcast. Happy Friday. We got a great show for you today. We got my man, Jimmy Reno, on. We're going to pick up where we left off last time in the conversation. We were starting to foresee and speculate what an offense would look like from Florida State this fall with Keon Coleman on it, the wide receiver for Michigan State. At the time, he hadn't officially committed, even though Jimmy Reno told you that he would, we didn't want to speculate on what an offense would look like. Well, now he is committed, so I'm going to ask Jimmy Reno what an offense would look like this fall from Florida State with Keon Coleman on it. How are defensive coordinators going to prepare for this offense? Because it looked like it looks like there's weapons all over the field. We also have emailer questions for the show. And if you have any questions for the show, you can email me at austin at thenflsn.com. You can ask us anything. Like, what's Albert's favorite color? Well, his favorite color is ah, You're going to have to email that question to the show to get an official answer. I might want to know that one, too. What is this? I don't know. Western Conference Finals Game 2 was last night. The Nuggets took a 2-0 lead over the Lakers, and we told you why. You just look at former Miami Hurricanes that are on each team. Which role player will have the better game? Well, it was Bruce Brown again last night with 12 points compared to Lonnie Walker's two. So advantage Denver. They're up 2-0 in that series. Jamal Murray went off in the fourth quarter. That was the difference. We'll see if L.A. can even this series back up when they go home. We'll see if the role players have a better can play a bigger role because if, if L.A. wants to win, they're going to have to have Lonnie Walker outplay Bruce Brown. That's the key to that series. Boston, Miami, game two of that series is tonight. Will Boston be able to even this series up? Can the Heat steal another one on the road? We'll find out. You can download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. The podcast is available everywhere. You can tweet the show at the NFLSN. And if you have a question for the show, please email me at austin at the NFLSN.com. But we continue the conversation with Jimmy Reno coming up next. So keep it locked. And hey, let's get it started. So last time I talked to you, Jimmy Reno, we you were predicting where Keon Coleman was going to go, and then like an hour later, he chose FSU. That's right. Correct. Correct. Um, I mean, it was, you know, at at that point, the internet knew. Mm-hmm. Is what you know. So any, any I mean, uh, it's it, yeah, yeah. It was it was to be expected, and he chose FSU over Ole Miss. Ole Miss, right? Um, chose it over a, a, an offer from Michigan State, an NIL offer that was actually bigger than than what Ole Miss and Florida State were offering. Well, um, that's interesting. That's a whole nother level, right there. It's like it's not about the money when you talk about this NIL thing. It's a, it's definitely part of the part of the equation yeah, yeah. And, i think it, it just means if it was strictly nil based um he probably would have stayed at michigan mm-hmm. state but this was this was more about not only you know having a, a high profile quarterback um, but also being being on a, a big stage and i think he sees a real opportunity at florida state uh, also also had a 
a great visit. Mike Norvell pretty much hit it out of the park, uh, made a really, really strong impression on Keon Coleman and his travel party. So it, you know, Florida State hit a home run here. Man, this is a, this is a big get. Yeah. I mean, you already have a guy in Wilson who's like 6'7", 250, and now you add another physical specimen on the other side. This offense is starting to look really, really scary. Yeah, this, this I mean, you, you're adding, you know, Last year, about 800 yards, seven touchdowns, um, and that's that was kind of his breakout season, his breakout performance. I think that they're anticipating that he'll build off of that, and I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. I mean, there's when you put a kid that's six foot four, you know, 230 pounds, um, that you know has what like a 40 something inch vertical leap on on the outside, opposite of a kid like Johnny Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, you're not good luck. covering anybody. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Because you, know, you got then, those two gotta, guys on the outside. Yeah, go ahead. Then you got to deal with Jaheim Bell, you know, a tight end and in the slot. You got to deal with the slot receivers we already have, you know, Winston Wright. Every, everybody's kind of forgotten about that guy. I mean, he was a big-time pull last year yep. uh, in the transfer portal, and we haven't even seen him play a snap yet. So it's – That's from you know, West Virginia, weapons right? all over the field. Yeah, yeah. Weapons all over the field, man. It, it's – it's really, you know, I don't want to say weakness, but if there is one area to look to try to kind of want some some consistency and, and uh, an upgrade in performance, it's that pass blocking. Okay. I really hope that they take the step, the next step this coming season, because, it, it, you know, if they do, you're talking about a top five offense and, yeah. and something that could flirt with, you know, the number one scoring offense in the country. I mean, it, it's going to be fast paced and putting up yeah. points. Um, it's yeah, it's exciting. It really is. Um, the offense is just just added to to what was already a talented unit. Now they have another guy that's projected to be a first round draft pick in the NFL. Just added to the roster, man. Right, and it, it's you know number one receiver size is, is NFL number one receiver in the NFL size. What both Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman give you. Uh, Wilson is is you know he's just a freak man it's six seven 245 pounds running like he can um keon coleman is like he's the prototypical like what you see in a big bodied receiver in the nfl like a dk metcalf you know i don't know if he's got the top end speed but he's every bit of the athletic specimen man and it's you know he's going to excel with jordan travis as his quarterback i i believe that's I wouldn't be surprised to see him kind of, you know, steal the show as the number one. Uh, it's all about just getting him in and getting him acclimated. I think he's due to arrive sometime next week. Uh, and that's, you know, summer, summer workouts start June 1st and that he's, he's hitting the ground running. So it, this was, this was a, a huge pull. Um, this was the cherry on top, right? Yeah. Yeah. When we, when we started talking about Jalen key and Keon Coleman and, you know, I said, just getting one of those guys would be huge. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Obviously, I was thinking, you know, Jalen Key would be the one. Um, and it, you know, it would have been huge to get Jalen Key, but this this is this is big time, man. This takes your offense up into the elite stratosphere mm-hmm. by adding adding to its its weaponry. Well, it just sees what the players are looking for out there in the transfer portal. They're like you said with with Jalen Key, he's looking for that defensive back mentor yeah, kind of guy. And you can't beat you can't beat really that's what, Nick Saban that's and what, then, yeah, that's what Keon Coleman was was looking for as well. I mean, you think about Ole Miss; they just had uh, his name escapes me. They just had a, a wide receiver go, I think, in the top forty of the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, that's what he was looking for. 
a, a chance to shine and, and he chose the proof from Ole Miss, you know, like he chose Florida state instead and what, what they were selling him on and what he can be in this offense and, and what he can do here. And that's, you know, he's a firm believer in himself. And I think, you know, I think it could, could prove dividends. Um, you know, like you said, you're not going to be able to double anybody. So good luck. Good luck. Well, you know, yeah, good luck because there's going to be weapons all over the field and you have a quarterback who's going to be able to spread the ball around to him. So, you know, God willing, the health of everyone, you know, it's going to be a really dangerous offense and it's going to start right away against LSU. We're going to have plenty of time to look forward to that game. But we have some more questions from the um, email, man. All right. You ready? Yeah, fire them off. I got one that we didn't – I got one – I wanted to get to it last time. This is uh, from Mark and Wakulla. Mark, he wants – he's about baseball. He doesn't really ask much. He just wants to know, what's up with the baseball team? (laughs) Well, um, the short answer is they're not very good. Um, they they just, there's a lot of kids that are, that are on the team that if Link Jarrett shows up in time to do his, his thing in the transfer portal, that they probably wouldn't be here. But, you know, Notre Dame was, was playing in the college world series last season. Uh, he, he was rightfully focused on that instead of purging, purging the roster and bringing in kids, you know, that he, that he thought he could win with. Um, it, it just, uh, you know, he's got some pieces there, man. Some of the young kids can hit. Uh, there's a few good pitchers. I just, it's not, there's not a lot of talent there, man. Um, I don't think this is a reflection on Link Jarrett as a coach as much as it is on, you know, Mike Martin Jr. missing on a lot of evaluations uh, and his his staff, you know, so. Well, we got a football question. It's about um, it's about some opponents, some other teams in Florida. Um we try to cover all the teams here, and uh, this is from Justin in Atlanta. He wants to know who wins more games next season, Miami or Florida? Oh, good question. Well, I'll tell you uh, who the Vegas sees real quick, and then I'll ask you, Jimmy. Um, all right. What, Florida's over-under is five and a half. Miami's is seven and a half. So. I'd, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. You know, I, could, I could see, you know, seven or eight wins for Miami five or six for Florida. Um, I don't, I, you know, Miami's, you know, Van Dyke is a better quarterback than anything Florida has on their roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Graham Mertz being your starter is, is a recipe for a losing season. Uh, but after Van Dyke, I don't know. I don't know that there's a whole lot there for Miami. So that's very, you know, lots gonna, gonna hinge on them protecting him. And he's already dealt with shoulder injuries in the past. Those aren't typically things that just, go away for a quarterback. Um, uh, but still, you know, I, I think Miami's got more on their roster than, than Florida does right now. And it, it I, I don't know, man, it, Billy Napier has done a lot of questionable moves here in, in, in the transfer portal era and, and, and with NIL and it, I don't know, at their mm-hmm. most important position, they, they are severely lacking mm-hmm. and that's, you know, it's not going to get you a lot of wins. And the, the SEC East continues to improve, man. Right. I mean, Tennessee is going to be really, really tough. Yep. Georgia is Georgia. You know, Kentucky yeah. has now become a problem for Florida fans. You know, you, you 
you know, they beat you guys now. So it's, yep. it's time to accept that. Um, <laughs> you know, even South Carolina, man, like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's tough. I don't yeah. know. Florida yeah, fans are getting antsy and he's only yeah. been there a year. It's going to be a big year for both those schools. You have second year coaches. I mean, yeah, Miami, yeah. they did complete overhaul after one year and the coordinators. Yeah. That's, that's what's interesting about Miami is, um, you know, Cristobal hasn't really given himself a lot of leeway if their season kind of goes sideways this year. Um, you know, you, you can't really blame it on the coordinators and then try to start over and have a third coordinator in three years on one side of the ball. It, it you know, I, I think that they'll do enough possibly to not have that be an issue. But again, like something happens with Van Dyke, what you, you're relying on guys that, that have never done it in college. You know, you're a true freshman and Emory Williams and then Jacuri Brown, who, you know, we saw him last season when he came in late against us. And, you know, I don't, would you put him in, a, in an air raid offense system and let him throw it 50 times a game? Like, no way. And I'm just, you know, again, and that's another thing is, is you don't know what Miami's offense is going to look like. Mm. You're kind of blending two different styles. Um, so it, it's, like you said, big year for both of them. Um, it's, I, I'm, a little more confident in Miami's chances of having a winning season in Florida, just just due to the schedule. Of yeah, who, who they play. Oh yeah, you said it right there. The SEC East is a beast. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you know. And, and you look at out of conference, you know they'll 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 have to face us. So that's you know another game on on the schedule that's going to be. And that that's you know I I can't remember the last coach that lost two in a row to Florida State that wasn't fired pretty shortly after that um i mean outside of spurrier mm. you know and that when he was losing to florida state is when we were you know competing for national titles yeah. every year so that again like I, I don't know if you're napier it's it's got to be a lot of sleepless nights right now good question we got a, yeah, another basketball question. question this one's from tracy in jacksonville tracy wants to know of all of Hamilton's former players, if you could add one to next year's roster, who would it be? All of his former players? Out of, That's out what of she said. I mean, I'm, yeah, I guess, okay. she, I guess Tracy has a time machine that she's waiting to use and all she's right, going to yeah. take one of these former players, well, I'll tell put them in the it. time machine and put them right on the roster with eligibility yeah. and everything. So if that so happened, yeah. We're doing that. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you who I'm taking. I'm taking Bernard James. Oh. I'm taking the rim protector, the real rim protector. I'm taking the guy that was the general on the floor. I'm taking I I mean cuz you know what? Next That'd be a year's big team pick up for this year's yeah, team. Next year's team is going to need enforcement mm-hmm. around the rim, yep. but more than that, they're going to need somebody that like dude, cut the shit, that's play some basketball. You mm. know, none of this stuff's going on in the locker room. None of it, you know. They need an adult. They need a grown-up out there, there on the go. floor. And you're going to get one with Bernard James. And you can't and go I, wrong with Trent Forrest. Or really, there's that's – No, a, I mean, Trent, Trent Forrest is, you know, probably my my favorite basketball yeah. player at Florida State of all time. Right. Um, him, him or Charlie. You know, right. 1A, 1B kind of deal. Well, but, great question, yeah. Tracy. Yeah, great question. Great question. I have – we have time for one more. Um, then we'll fire on out of here. This one's from uh, oh Nancy in Tallahassee. She wants to know – What's your favorite? This is similar to the question we had, we read off last time. What's your favorite FSU team that didn't win a national championship? In football? Yeah. 
Well, uh, I mean, that, yeah. yeah, there's, okay. I'm trying to think of the national championship that FSU won. It had to be softball or what other sport did they win the national championship? In? I mean, they've, they've got a Not couple in basketball track. or baseball. Yeah, they had, they, man, they had their opportunities in baseball. Right. Um, well, we'll stay, I think I'm pretty sure she means football. Football. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, that's easy, man. That's, that's 92. Ah. Um, that's, that's 92, man. It, and, and the reason being is because we saw the, the difference. Thank God, Mark, Mark Rick's wife, you know, happened to, to bring up the, the idea of why don't you just let Charlie play in the two minute offense all the time? <laughs> because they were determined to keep him under sitter and playing out of the eye formation. Right. And it just, it, that's not how he saw the field, man. He right. saw it as a point guard and you saw, and that's, that's why, because I think if, if we would have got in that game in the sugar bowl against Alabama, you remember we, we lost to Miami, you know, on a wide, right. Yeah. With Charlie thrown out of the eye, the entire game, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we get in that sugar bowl. I think we run Alabama out of that stadium, man. I don't think Jay Barker or Derek Lassick won any part of Marvin Jones. I don't, you know, mm, I, I think Marvin that team. Shade tree. Yeah. And you saw it. You saw what we did to Florida. The and then you saw, yep. you saw Florida almost upend Alabama the very next week in the SEC title game. So mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, that's so 92, that's the team, man. 92. Yeah. Man, there's a lot to choose from here. I'm going to, I'm going to answer this one. I'm going to go. Um, favorite or best is you know 2012 team was really good you know oh, yeah. they really were um that couple, that's a that's man Whew. yeah that's a whole nother show i really like the 97 team yep man yep. that was a good team we could get into it about how that that happened and that, that man i don't i don't know if we want to travel down that road on air because there's a lot of there's oh. a lot of negative feelings well, hey. about that. oh man well, our ride's here. We got to get on out of here in a few minutes. But, right. So if you want to, what, what feelings were you talking about? Is that 2012 I, I hear coming out? 2012 and 97, oh, man. man. I got, I got, they're all quarterback related. We'll What's the worst experience like of losing as a fan where you remember where you were like watching a game and you're like, man, I, I, I might, I, would, I might care too much about this. <laughs> I would, I would say probably. 2003 first home loss to an ACC team when, when Amato brought Philip Rivers and, and they came oh. us. Oh. Yeah, up up until that point, um, you know it was remember it was all right. UNC kicked the crap out of us because Chris Rick's playing in the second game. You know they had Julius Peppers and you know, Miami beats us because they're Miami and they're really good right now. But like everybody else was, you know it's like all right we're still fine. We're only gonna lose two games this year. It'll be fine. And, yeah. One fine. <sighs> came in there, did what he did. That that yeah. that was when I, I I remember that feeling. Like I can't believe I just watched this. Yeah. Yeah. And like with this guy, with, with Chucky. It's Chucky hard Chess to. Coming in here I mean, it's hard to beat the the wide the wide rights, man. That was yeah. uh, that was two thousand one, wasn't it? Two thousand one. Yeah. 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 I mean, so the warm. wide rights, dude. Oh, three yeah. actually. FSU won that game. Yeah, was that was a that was famous o- overtime game. I remember Cafonzo yeah. Thorpe getting injured in that game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, shouldn't have happened, but he was still on the key block. Yep, Steve that was a great Tor- game. Yeah, it was, man. Yeah, it was. Well, you know, I had some. I've had some memorable losses. I remember being at uh, Snake Bit Family Contributor Al's house when '92 that same year, watching that second wide right, him laughing at me. 
on the stair and I had to run away. <laughs> yeah, I did that too, man. Ran down the street to my house. After that, I was watching at Miami fan's house. <laughs> I got yelled at by some some grown lady that the year before, Endo Campbell. She, you know, they yelling at me to shut up because I was like upset and crying that we lost. Like, I was eight years old, lady, chill out. Damn, <laughs> it was yeah, it was traumatizing. Man. Easy to get it those, together, man. Those wide rights. Well, hey, she she was mad, man. Everybody. Was Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. We'll talk to you next time. But we got the NBA playoffs going on. We got the Heat game two tonight. We'll react to that and much more. So thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the North Florida Sports Network.